The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Are you serious right now? Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This ain't it. I have a high school friend of mine. Hi, Megan. Alright, so we're gonna talk about her getting married and a child at a young age. And congratulations on your marriage and your child. Thank you. Uh, how is it so far being a, a mommy and a wife? Um, honestly, it's amazing. Uh, I never thought... Um... I mean, I've always pictured myself being a mom and a wife, you know, as a kid. Um, but it's, like, surreal when it actually happens. So um, mm-hmm. I'm loving it so far. <laughs> yeah, so you finished college, right? Um, no, I'm actually still working on my degree. Okay. I took a break because I did want to focus on, like, my passion, which is hair and, you know, like, the beauty industry. Absolutely. Um, and now I have to put, like, another pause because of the baby. But, yeah. Um, until I get everything situated, I plan on going back to school and starting everything up again. I mean, hey, everyone has their own timeline, right? Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad to hear that you're doing good. How's the baby? She's doing good. She's actually right here. She might get a little fussy, so you guys might hear her. I'm working at an animal hospital at this time, mm-hmm. um, and I do, like, hair and lashes from home whenever I'm off. Oh, that's good. You're mm-hmm. hustling. You're hustling. Yep. <laughs> How is your schedule so far having a baby? It's like really busy. So she's honestly a really, really chill baby. She's very low maintenance. She only cries when she's hungry. Oh. So for the most part, like she lets me work from home for a good amount of hours. Like she gets hungry every two to three hours so I can work like straight on for those hours while she's like, you know, sitting next to me or something. I definitely have a lot of help on like my side of the family and friends parents as well so honestly it doesn't really affect my schedule of course trying mm-hmm. to keep up with the supply of milk for her is the challenging part but other than that it's been working out i i have no experience with kids and babies or anything but i'm so glad to hear that she's really chill and that she gives you the time that you need when it comes to work and she's yeah. not too much of a hassle when it comes to sleep you get enough sleep right because i know when oh, you have yeah. a kid and yeah, no, she sleeps the whole night. Oh, she's that's awesome. Damn, yeah. your jeans are good. <laughs> right? <laughs> we went to high school together. Um, we had like a couple classes. I think we only had one class together, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then after high school, we all, like, drifted away. We did our own thing. You went to West Virginia at one point, correct? Yeah. So ever since then, we really haven't talked. I've been watching you grow. But it's been pretty cool to see how far you came. So, yeah, I'm really glad to hear everything's been good. Yeah, thank you. And I'm really excited to be here and, you know, share my my side of the story and everything with you guys. Absolutely. I know it's very normalized, again, like I mentioned, getting married and having kids at a young age. But I really wanted to emphasize, coming from you as a mom and a parent, a fresh new baby how it really was so before we get started i kind of want to discuss how did you first meet your husband honestly it was through tinder (laughs) we met through tinder we hit it off honestly our relationship started as friends at first Mm -hmm. we were very friendly we hung out for a couple months before we made anything official we took our time eventually we realized how much we had in common how like our relationship was like we were literally best friends but there was also feelings involved so we made it official and um from there on it just flew by yeah absolutely um when it came down to meeting your husband and when you started dating um what were your qualifications when it came down to having him in your life or even just before meeting him? Honestly, at the time, I was going through a lot. Um, I had just went through a bad breakup a couple months before meeting him. Mm-hmm. And then just a lot of other mental things that I was dealing with um, personally. I was on Tinder just for fun. Like, my friends were just like, get on it. It's fun. Just, like, to see what it's about. So, you know, I, I heard the hype and I got on. And to be honest, I wasn't really looking for anything. I wasn't even looking for a hookup. I just wanted to see what it was all about. I knew what I liked in a guy. One of 
the many things is definitely like being able to make me laugh. He has a lot of patience, which is a really big thing that you need, especially with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his patience is honestly like out of this world. He's a very humble guy, hardworking. You can just tell when a person has good intentions and not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was very skeptical, especially with the bad breakup. Um, mm-hmm. So it took us a little bit before we could make anything official. But he showed me within a couple months that we knew each other that he was honestly going to be here for a while and not just temporary so that was kind of what made me just go all in well that's awesome I know when it comes to like tinder and I'm pretty sure you had this experience because I had tinder and bumble as well um boys are very skeptical on it but what made him stand out among the other people that you swiped on the conversation that we had on there he reached out he said hey you know most guys will be like hey beautiful or like trying to link up he was like hi like I think you're very pretty he was very innocent (laughs) which I thought was really adorable he wasn't pushy he was very respectful which I think was definitely like a green flag for me so we exchanged snaps and the first snap I sent him I was playing Fortnite Um, I sent him a picture of that (laughs) and he got so hyped and he was like oh my gosh let's play he's like you have a playstation i was like yeah he's like let's play and we actually ended up playing for like a month for like a couple weeks before um we decided to meet up in person oh wow Um, yeah and that whole time that we played um we were just you know it was like literally friends we kind of forgot we met on tinder it was always like yo like get on like let's play (laughs) um he would crack jokes the whole time i was playing with him i was laughing like hysterically um to the point where i actually was just like hey i know we've been playing for a while but i would love to like hang out like let me know he's like oh thank god you asked because i wasn't gonna ask i was kind of scared oh it's so so funny that you mentioned that because um actually i wanted to normalize and mention that it's good that girls can really just be up front and say hey let's hang out rather than you know how some girls these days are like well guys have to do everything they have to pay or they have to make the move first it's really good to hear that you actually made the move to hang out and i also thought it was crazy that you said a month until you guys hung out like you guys just were gaming yeah wow that is crazy (laughs) typically people are like okay a week let's hang out or like a day let's hang out and it's so funny oh i love that um Mm -hmm. it's so much fun like i'm telling you all my stress just goes onto that game oh yeah (laughs) especially being a mom and dealing with your husband i'm pretty sure you're like yeah i totally need a game rage it out yeah (laughs) well that's awesome to hear that like you guys really hit it off and it took you guys some time and you really had the time to really be his friend first and build that relationship before you really jumped into things so that's Mm -hmm. good if there's anything you can tell girls when it comes to meeting guys what would your tips be especially then you said that you only talked to him for a month until you met up what you could give as an advice for them i kind of kept it personal which i think helped a lot with my decision making having other people's opinion like affect who you choose to have in your life so my best advice is keep everything personal um of course if you try Trust someone with all your heart and you know that they're going to give you the best advice, then by all means, go ahead and, you know, tell them what you're comfortable with. But definitely trust your own gut. Don't do what other people tell you. Just be confident. Mm-hmm. Go all in. And the worst thing that can happen is they reject you. And then what happens? You move on right. with your life. That's a good so, yeah. tip. I like that. I really like what you said. Um, were there any complications you would say? I remember you had mentioned that you were going through some things. I currently still go through a couple things that I went through in the past that affects us in the present. Um, and if it weren't because of his patience, honestly, I don't think we would have lasted this long. And it's so good to hear that he has patience for you. I know girls in general, we are 
just drama queens and we always have something uh, to say and we always have to have the last word or whatever it is. Our emotions are just ridiculous. But yeah. it's, it's so glad. I'm so glad to hear that he's very supportive and that he's still stuck by your side regardless of your issues. So that's really good to hear. When after, you know, dating for him for a while, when did you know you were ready to get married and why did you decide to get married now? Um, so we, I got pregnant in, well, I, we believe we got pregnant, I got pregnant in like August of last year. Um, and that was when we were talking about marriage, Mm -hmm. um, before I had found out. Um, and then when I found out that I was, that was when Brendan felt like, okay, that's a sign. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, there, I know I've, heard from mainly family members my friends of course have been very supportive along the way no one's ever really given me crap for getting too married too young or too fast um but family members especially our my elder family members and some of brendan's family members members gave us some crap for rushing into things yeah um but i feel like only you know what's in your relationship and what you can and can't handle Mm -hmm. um Brendan's very adamant about staying in a marriage or in a relationship through all, like, at no, no matter what, unless, of course, there's um, adultery or um, physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew what we had and what we have been going through and are going through is not worth throwing away a relationship. We knew that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives with each other. There was never a point where we were tired of each other. Of course, we all get tired of each other during arguments, but during the good times, which we definitely had more good than bad, we never got tired of each other. That's um, good. And it wasn't even just the honeymoon phase. Honeymoon phase ended really fast, <laughs> especially because he was gone at school mm-hmm. at Frostburg, but he left and came home because his mom actually ended up needing surgery. Um, so he came back to take care of her. Oh. And he was also not really liking the school anymore. He hadn't been liking it for a year. Oh, okay. So he just decided to come home and enroll at his community college. Mm-hmm. And that um, definitely, when he came home, it brought, definitely brought us closer. But okay. the honeymoon phase was already gone. <laughs> and knowing that, we and knowing that the honeymoon phase wasn't there anymore and we were still so passionate about each other Mm -hmm. we knew that it wasn't just a temporary thing oh that's good so um i know definitely getting pregnant was what pushed us to get married Mm -hmm. but we were definitely already getting close to making or him asking before even finding out i was pregnant so yeah absolutely yeah do you think if do you think it would have been a lot different if you hadn't had a baby you guys would have gotten married at this age young like at a young age or it wouldn't have changed honestly it's hard to say Mm -hmm. um because we had since we had been talking about it there was just no say in when it was gonna happen we just knew it wanted to happen um i don't think it would have happened so soon but it definitely would happen within two or three years not even three maybe two years of us being together okay all right Um, so yeah that makes sense. Well, that's good. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone has their own timeline. You guys ended up having a kid and then married. But that's really great to hear that everything worked out in its own favor, really. Um, in terms of the financial part, did you have a lot of support with it? I know when it comes to 
our age, it's really hard to support yourself. So how did you guys make it work? And you don't have to really go explicitly on what you did, but did you guys have help? Mm -hmm. Did you guys have, like, I know he works and you work as well. So how does that balance on what you guys do? Yeah, so um, my parents have honestly been a really big blessing and help with our entire relationship. Um, They, my mom is a financial advisor, so she's really good with, money and uh she's also a housing counselor so she knows a lot about like the housing in montgomery county so she's been um helping us with our budget our entire pregnancy oh. um we are saving um we put a savings account we open a savings account for mila which is our baby oh. um so she's been having some money stored up in her account um as well as ours um, so definitely saving the entire nine months helped us a lot. Mm-hmm. It, um, my parents offered us their basement to rent out until we were able to get on our feet to um, get our own place. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents are actually um, planning on moving, like moving from the house that we currently live in because they've been living here for 10 plus years. So they're kind yeah. of over it. Okay. Um, so my parents are actually offering to rent us the townhome that we live in for ourselves. Aww. And since we did save up, we do have enough to be able to afford it. Oh, that's awesome. So that's definitely a big blessing. Absolutely. God bless your mom. I mean, I know, I don't know how it is for other people, but to have a support system, especially your parents, it must have been so helpful and a lot easier to deal with rather than not having the help at all. Your pregnancy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how it is to get pregnant, um, but could you kind of talk about how it felt like the process of it, um, like just your emotions, what, like how did you feel? Yeah, um, well, honestly, at the beginning, it was a little rough because I knew, you know, my parents were, you know, these Christian, and I feel like people have a really bad rep- or idea towards Christians, especially the ones that are very ignorant I guess you can say mm-hmm. um but the type of Christian parents and my parents are are very they're very open-minded they're very they love and accept everyone for who they are you can ask any of my friends my friends are all my friends love my parents especially mm-hmm. my mom my mom is such a loving and nurturing woman but before they were Christian they weren't so I mean they've always been loving and sweet but they've never really been as uh open-minded I guess you can say before they were very um cultural so Mm -hmm. the way they did things in their country was how they expected things to be here um they didn't believe in sex before marriage Mm. um having kids before being married Mm -hmm. things like that and in the past my mom was very psycho like she (laughs) knew (laughs) she if before my mom was christian if i would have gotten pregnant my mom would have definitely kicked me out oh my god yeah i guess being as a being christian they knew they couldn't really as christians they couldn't do that to me Mm -hmm. they couldn't turn me away they were definitely upset the first maybe two months um, there was a lot of resentment, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, so I felt kind of embarrassed whenever I was around them. I didn't really want to show my face. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little rough for the first two months. Yeah. But then as I started showing, um, we started planning gender reveals and the baby shower, which we actually ended up not even having because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, things got a little bit more exciting. Um, I was definitely nauseous my entire pregnancy. I threw Ooh. up almost every single day. Aww. Um, I was prescribed on a very, like, 
uh, heavy anti-nausea medication because I couldn't keep anything down. So um, as far as mentally, for at least 90% of my pregnancy, it was very happy and exciting. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know so, I know some uh, girls, sorry to cut you off, I know some girls when it comes to pregnancy, they are so emotionally wrecked. But I'm yeah. so glad to hear you're happy. So that's probably, that's probably where your daughter gets it from. Yeah, I mean, I got, every now and then I got, you know, emotional Yeah, like, a sad movie or something, but um, never, I had never felt any type of resentment towards uh, the baby um, oh, going that's inside good. of me. Um, I know a lot of people spoke about um, depression yeah. while you're pregnant and postpartum, which thankfully I haven't experienced, mm-hmm. but, um, so I'm sorry if I'm not a really big asset to those who expected to hear <laughs> that today. Um, and I wish I could give some advice, but definitely having a supportive system helps, um, uh, help me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a supportive husband and I even tell Brendan, um, I can't imagine how hard it must be for women who have to do it alone. And I honestly want to give personal props to those that are, um, you know, single, doesn't have a a partner or a spouse, um, and doesn't have their parents support because honestly, I can't imagine how rough it must be. Um, and I, I, give you all the props in the world you're probably 10 times stronger than I am because Mm -hmm. honestly if I didn't have the support I don't know if I would have made it through the entire pregnancy (laughs) Um, yeah but uh yeah that it was it was for the most part very very easy um the pregnancy was definitely rough (laughs) she was (laughs) heavy and I definitely had a lot of nausea and I had all the pregnancy symptoms in the world that you can even think of Um, but my labor was very very quick and fast and that's awesome Mm -hmm. wow well I'm so glad to hear wasn't as horrible as everyone has thought it to be but it's really good that you Mm -hmm. shed light upon the pregnancy because I know even though a lot of people do deal with the negativity it's really good to hear that someone actually went through a positive light so hopefully that people can have that mental mindset that hey pregnancy isn't as as bad as you think it is and if you do have the right support system if you do have a spouse that is so supportive you guys can really go through anything so it's so good to hear that honestly everything like god was just watching over you guys and he still continued to do as well and as you know i'm a very like i'm a catholic so i'm a very hardcore catholic but a hardcore to a different extent um Mm -hmm. but again i'm just so grateful to hear that everything worked well always going to mention that because for everyone who's been on my podcast it's been so insightful to hear what everyone had to go through and how they dealt with it but i kind of want to now turn it on to your baby girl um (laughs) what's her name again Mila. Mila. Oh, that's so pretty. I love it. Um, so when it came to having her, I know she must be a little expensive. Do you do anything or is there any tips that you could mention besides the savings, um, how you guys were financially able to help her or are there any symptoms or issues that she has or is she just all healthy and good to go? She's very healthy. Um, honestly, the only, I mean, as a first time mom, you're going to overthink everything. The first four weeks I was driving myself insane. Mm -hmm. Brendan, my parents, everyone was like, bruh, relax. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you notice, cause as a baby, you have to understand that babies change Mm -hmm. every day. They're going to change one day. They're going to do something that they never did in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can't overthink the smallest things. My, um, 
my daughter's pediatrician was definitely annoyed with me the first month of Mila's existence. <laughs> Every time I called, she was like, is this my Mila's mom? Without me even having to say anything. I just Aww. said hi, and she automatically recognized me. <laughs> but don't be afraid to ask questions. I was that annoying mom. There is always going to be that annoying mom, and you might even be one of those, so don't be afraid to be one of those. This is mm-hmm. your daughter. This is a human being that you were raising, and anything wrong that you do, it's on you. Right. And anything that happens to your daughter or sorry, daughter or son, is on you. Right, absolutely. Um, uh, For the most part, she's been very healthy. Nothing out of the only... She had colic, which every baby goes through. Um, But the only thing that that is a little concerning is that she has the sickle cell trait. Mm. Um, And speaking to my husband, based on what he says, apparently it runs a lot in the black community. Mm. Um, Okay. So his mom's mom, so his grandma on his mom's side, had the disease, sickle cell anemia, mm-hmm. anemia, something like that, anemia, yeah. um, and she died from it. Um, oh. So it did pass down to him. He doesn't have the disease, but he has a trait. Okay. Um, and there's only, what, like 200,000 people in the world that has the disease itself. It's a very rare disease to mm-hmm. have. But um, you, the chances of you getting and developing the actual disease itself... Um, is higher if both parents were to have the trait. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, I don't, and Brendan does. Yeah. But she has the trait. Um, but they're going to do another blood exam when she's one year old to cancel out. If she, if she tests negative for the disease itself, by the mm-hmm. time she's one year old and she only has the trait, she's not going to get the disease. Okay. But um, as she's when she gets older, when she gets married, and if she decides to have kids, um, she is going to have to be careful to... If she, you know, of course it's up to her, but if she does marry or get with someone that has the trait as well, her kids may end up having the disease. So that's the only concerning thing Mm -hmm. that we really have of her. Other than that, she's a really healthy baby. That's awesome. What Mm -hmm. do you uh, miss about before having a kid and being married? I wouldn't say single, but when you guys are in a relationship, do you think you missed out on anything? Is there anything that you wish you had done? The only thing I can really think of is traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, now, even then, like, if we wouldn't, weren't to have a baby, it's not like we could travel now with COVID right. and everything. <laughs> so I feel like, honestly, everything happens for a reason. She yeah. came at a perfect time. Yes, during quarantine, it was scary, especially going to the hospital. We had to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, they let him through. They weren't. We could have had up to three guests come with me to deliver Mila. But um, since it was... Because of COVID, they were only allowing one, so I definitely was thankful I could have him by my side. But um, I guess if speaking without COVID being a thing, um, I guess traveling would have been the only thing I could think of because Mm -hmm. um, in the past, yeah, it was nice to be able to go out and do your own thing and not have to worry about, you know, your significant other but we have a very healthy relationship and if there was a time where I wanted to spend time with friends or he did too on our own terms we would just let each other know and we knew we knew each other's friends so we had nothing to worry about um and we trusted each other enough to do the right thing um but honestly um if I do ever feel like going out without him, it's very rare for the mm-hmm. most part. I love going everywhere with him. Yeah. Now that we have Mila, it's even more fun having her coming along. <laughs> Absolutely. You can take uh, all the photos. Work, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it's definitely fun, especially dressing her up and us all matching. That's, like, the best part. So um, I don't regret it, honestly. It's 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 been an amazing experience, and it's only going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, That's awesome. I mean, I'm probably going to have to look back on this podcast, and, like, when I get married and pregnant I'll be like I gotta hear what Megan has yeah. to say <laughs> honestly though for me because you know I'm still really just looking at myself and fixing myself before anything I really liked everything you said because it really takes me back to um a different perspective in life in a different life for me I definitely can't see myself getting married or having a kid right now and I just say that because where I'm in my life I just go through a lot more different things but it's so good to hear that whatever you went through and you accomplished, you are at a good place in your life. Another thing I like to mention is that it's just crazy how we're both in our early 20s and so much has happened from the time that we had been in high school. And it's amazing to see how a lot of people change in their own ways and grow in their own ways. And honestly, for a lot of people, I would say you definitely surprised me with how you came out in terms of I didn't expect you to get married anytime soon. I didn't expect you to have a kid. But when I found out, I was just honestly so heartfelt. But to see where you are now, it's just amazing to see how far you came. Um, but to really end this podcast, because I think you mentioned a lot of good things, I really want you to emphasize well, before you emphasize on it, um, what are what is a message you want to give to your daughter if she were to, after, to listen to this or just for anyone with young kids in our generation for them? I guess starting with my daughter, <laughs> I want to let her know that um, to not be afraid to tell me every little detail in her life. Um, I'm never going to judge her and I'm never going to love her any less. Um, there's going to be times where I'm going to be disappointed, um, you know, proud but it's never going to change my love for her. I'm never going to disown her, and I'm never going to abandon her. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm always going to be by her side and do everything I can possible to help her and see her strive. Um, If she would ever be in my situation where she did not know what to do, if she knew whether what decision to make, um, I'm always going to be there to lay out the options for her and help her with making the decision that she wants to make easier for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those that you know, um, have babies or have kids or are going to have kids or are just in the same situation I am. Um, I just want to wish you guys all luck. Um, and I, even though I don't know you guys, I am proud because it's hard. It's mm-hmm. not easy to, to be a mom, to be a wife, or even if you're not a wife, just to, to be a single mom. Um, all moms whether you've lost one, you've had one, you've been trying to have one, you're all considered a mom. We're all mothers at heart. We're all born to be uh, nurturing. And um, just do what's best for you and your little one. Um, Don't don't worry about other people's opinions. Of course, you can hear it, but don't let it affect your decision-making because only you know what's right for you and your child. You know what's best for yourself if you don't have a child. So go with your gut. If you need guidance, seek it with um, the right people. Don't go to someone that's biased, like family. Pam family is always going to give you a biased answer. Mm -hmm. Um, People that aren't, um, that wouldn't favor you over someone else or someone else over you, those are the people that you want to go to for the best advice. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and yeah, just uh, there's a lot of resources. Um, personally, if anyone needs any one-on-one -on -one advice, you can always reach out to me. I don't know, Kayla, if you want to give them, like, my Instagram. Yeah, I was just going to ask you to, like, give me all your socials so I can just post it on there. So, like, they have every everything that they can go to for you. I think that would be amazing to have. Um, so after this podcast, I would like if you could do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but definitely yeah. reach out to her. <laughs> yeah, no, reach out. Don't be afraid. I'm very open. I will give you the best advice I can. Um, I will never judge anyone or anything. Mm -hmm. um, I love everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I guess awesome. I um, so yeah, if you guys ever need some advice or even if you need a shoulder to cry on or some support, I'm always going to be for you guys. Absolutely. Girls, um, girls supporting girls, you know, women support women. It's amazing coming from mm -hmm. someone who doesn't, hasn't ever experienced this. I think to have the ability to talk to someone, um, especially in our Gen Z generation in you too, I think it's really supportive and great. And we couldn't ever ask to have such strong women here to support each other no there's so much beauty in it and even though we have to go through our periods and have kids and emotional trauma and stuff i think we definitely handle a lot more things than men will ever have to handle and again so grateful to have you on this podcast to show on a woman's perspective how things really are when it comes to being married young and having a kid young and i definitely learned a lot because i've never i genuinely have never talked to anyone who's been um, it's kind of crazy to see people getting married at these young ages. So I'm honestly all for it. It is what it is. Our generation's constantly changing. So there's really nothing we can do but to really emphasize how it is and what we can do to work and make it a better place. And unfortunately, like, well, not unfortunately, but this is kind of why I made my podcast because I really want to talk about things that not many people really talk about and to really emphasize on the issues of what people go through and how they overcame it. And I think you did such a wonderful job, like hand down to you, Meg, for taking the time to come out here on this podcast to express what you went through and how you're able to overcome your relationship, your marriage, and now having a daughter. Um, just a quick question before you, we end this, but do you plan on having another child anytime soon? Oh my God. <laughs> um, I, no. <laughs> um, we, I joke around all the time that I want another one, but um, I definitely want Mila to at least get a little bit older before we try again. Yeah. Um, Brendan and I were saying at least maybe when she's one or two, we'll start trying again. Yeah. Um, so that way she's a little, she's older enough to be a little bit more independent mm -hmm. versus not being so dependent on me. Cause imagine having a baby being dependent solely on you Yeah, and then having to have, you know, find it, uh, yeah, no, I can't, but, um, <laughs> definitely when she's at least a year or two. That's awesome. Um, I did want to mention something though, before, um, we ended this podcast. Um, I don't know if I said it earlier, but I did actually, I had a pregnancy when I was at West Virginia. Mm -hmm. I don't know if ever. I don't think I've ever no, told you, didn't. you, but I did, and very few people know about this, I did have a pregnancy when I was at West Virginia, oh, okay. um, and it was with someone that I was dating, um, and we had a, you know, a good relationship for the most part, um, me leaving West Virginia definitely caused a strain in our relationship, mm -hmm. um, causing us to break up, but um, uh, when I was pregnant, uh, it was a hard decision to make, at the time, again, my parents weren't Christian, so they were very... Um, very mad when they found out um they kind of just let me decide what I needed to do and they kind of just didn't want to support me because of how mad they were mm -hmm. um my mom did both of my parents but mainly my mom because it was mainly her who kind of turned her back on me she did apologize um I think last year mm -hmm. um, for basically um leaving me alone and stranding me <laughs> um and she did cry to me and she apologized so that's you know that's in the past but I did end up having 
abortion. Mm. Um, so it was, it was a really rough time. Um, I was worried for the longest that I wasn't going to be able to get pregnant again because, you know, you hear so many stories of women who aren't going to get pregnant. And my, um, I have a family member who also went through the same thing I did. She's like, what, eight years older than me though. Uh Um, and she was trying to get pregnant for like six plus years. Oh my gosh. She was scared that she was actually infertile, and we actually ended up getting pregnant at the same time together. And she just oh. had her baby two weeks before me. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's um, it's scary yeah. if you ever go through an abortion by force or by choice. Um, I just want to say that you know your body is your body. Yeah, you can't let anyone tell you whether you can or cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't feel ashamed mm-hmm. um, because for the longest I did blame myself, and I felt terrible and I just was blaming myself nonstop and it took a while for me to you know grow past that and eventually I did Mm -hmm. um but it's a healing process there's so many resources out there that you can look for that will help you during that time if you do go through that or have gone through it um everyone heals at a different pace so if it takes you 10 years or 10 days um you know that's 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 personal don't let anyone tell you that you got over it way too fast or you're you're taking too long to get over it because it's it's hard it's a very hard process it's very graphic it's it's heartbreaking it's not like a period it's it's painful Mm. so um yeah that was just my little advice um because I didn't I didn't need to share that because since we were talking about you know past traumas and pregnancies things like that that's something that I didn't want to hide yeah. I'm not afraid I'm not afraid or ashamed of it of oh, it anymore you shouldn't <laughs> yeah so um yeah I hope that helps and I don't know if you had anything else to say yeah I was just gonna say um honestly you really didn't have to mention that but the fact that you did really means a lot to me and probably to the viewers out there again I don't have many viewers enough to be like oh they can come to me but I know every single one I have posted on podcast I have received so many interesting comments about it so i'm so grateful that you were comfortable to share your story about that and i honestly didn't know you had to go through that so i'm so sorry but again you're right it is your body you made the decision for yourself if people don't want to support you that's on them like f them really um and you'll it really show who's there for you so i'm really grateful that you actually took the incentive or ability to share that with us because i think it just shows how strong you are from this day on. And again, everyone has their own stories and go through their own things. But I just want to say thank you so much for being on this podcast. Um, it's been such an honor to have you. And I'm so glad we were able to catch up and talk about your marriage, your husband, and your baby. And even yourself, too. And I hope you found some insights on what you had spoken about and really realized how grateful you are, too. I think that's very important. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning no, in. I'll you. see you guys in my next epi. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Meg. No problem, girl. Thank you.